Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Go ahead, put your hands together. Hallelujah. Amen. We thank God for 2022. Hallelujah. And for those that I'm seeing for the very first time, I want to wish you a very happy new year. Amen. Please be seated in heavenly places. Hallelujah. Well, before we give our offering, I want us to read some scriptures. This year has been declared as our year of seed time and harvest. Tell somebody seed time and harvest. Tell another person seed time and harvest. So we will be talking about it for some time, maybe for a whole month or so. But um, as you know, it's one of the instructions of the Lord to come to his house not empty. You come with a sacrifice. Hallelujah. And that is how the temple was designed. When you look at a temple, the very first place was the altar. Okay, the altar of sacrifice where you don't go past it. You need to put whatever you are sacrificing before you go. And there are different kinds of sacrifices that goes on if you want to get to the Holy of Holies. So we have the outer court, we have the holy place, and we have the holy of holies. And each of them, to proceed from one layer to the other, there are different things that are required. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. So to pass from the outer court to the uh, holy place, there's something you need to do. And to proceed from there. Hallelujah. Just as we come to church for you to move from just being a Christian to become an anointed Christian. There's something you are going to have to sacrifice. Hallelujah. Amen. For you to be a, a holy anointed singer, that when you lift a song, sick people get healed. It's not going to be by just, I mean, coming to church, not reading your Bible. No, you have to do more than that. Hallelujah. Amen. How can the, the song coming from your voice bring healing to many? That's a sacrifice. How can you say to somebody, be healed, and the person is healed? There's something. It does not come by like you've been to church for a long time. You've been to church for a long time or you've been singing the same song for a long time. No, there's different things that qualify you for. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, that is also the difference between even singers, between pastors, between people who are in the same church. 
It is what you have sacrificed. Amen? Amen. What you have sacrificed into your mind, into your heart, into your body. Different, different sacrifices qualify you for different things. Hallelujah. And this morning, as uh, we are about to sow, I need you to understand that the, the sowing, the giving, is one of the things that take you to where you can never be. The reason why poor people remain poor is that because poor people don't have much, they refuse to sow. And the principle of God cannot be broken. You see, God, he fulfilled his promises. Not just what you are saying. If what you are saying does not align with scripture, he may not mind you. Because you may request for something that is not legal. Hello? You may pray for somebody because you are jealous. Are you here? So if God should answer your jealous uh, prayers, then people will be dead. How many people have you prayed against or have you even wished with said, God, God, do, God, do, God? Do. You will see. You. Sometimes we want to use God to do our things. That's why he has given us his word. Hallelujah. Without the word of God, we will all do wrong things. Amen. Amen. For the Bible says that we don't receive because we pray even a mix. Sometimes the prayer that we are praying, we are mixing the prayers. It's not correct. Are you here? So I want you to show you somebody that gave. Because the foundation scripture for this year is in Genesis chapter 8 verse number 22. Genesis chapter 8 verse 22. Is it in your Bible? Quickly, let's go there. This is after Noah uh, has survived the flood. And when he came out of the flood, he was so happy. And he took some of the uh, clean animals and he offered a sacrifice. He offered a sacrifice. So when you read the twenty. One, you begin to understand. Bible says, and the Lord smelled a sweet savor. And the Lord said in his heart, hallelujah, I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake. For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite anymore every living uh, uh, everything living as I have done. Okay, so all the creation, all the animals, many of them were drowned. Even fishes died. Even fishes died. Are you there? Then 22, God begins to vow. He covenanted. He said, while the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. Hallelujah. So there is nothing so profound in this world than what God was saying to us that, you know, because of what you have done, I'm giving you something in life that you can depend on. I'm giving you something that is going to be forever. Seek time will always follow by harvest. Cold and heat, summer and winter, and day and night is going as as far as the earth remains, if the earth is not there, 
things will change. But when you are on earth, and the last time I check, we are still on earth. Hallelujah. <laughs> In Cape Town, south of the south, at the tip. Hallelujah. Yeah, so we are on earth, and we need to take advantage of what the Bible says. Even ordinary people who have done research have been able to come up with theories and other information about different courses. That's why we have chemistry, uh, physics, uh, accounting. Different people who are not God, they've been able to study, and now people learn. Even if you think about medicine, it's called developing science because they don't know it all. Okay, at each level of our development, we get a certain knowledge that is useful to us. And people go to school to learn things that ordinary human beings have been able to find out about our bodies. And when they succeed, they call them doctors. That when you follow this principle, you'll be able to oppress somebody. You'll be able to extract a teeth. You'll be able to give this medication. When you extract this from here, and it becomes a painkiller. Information that people go to school to learn uh, pharmacology, to learn uh, what you, biology, to learn medicine, because of the body of knowledge that human beings have been able to put together. Hello? That is why when you get to a place, you notice that the doctors are at the, are the weight of their end. They don't know. There are situations that they call pathological condition. They don't know what causes it. Because they know something, but some other things they don't know. So there are things that we go to hospital, they say, look, there's nothing wrong with you. And you tell them that there's something wrong with, with me. I'm not feeling good. At this. So there are a lot they, they don't know. But a person we are talking about, there is nothing he doesn't know. He created the heaven and the earth. Can I have your loudest amen? amen. I said he created the heaven and the earth. Amen. And he's telling you that once the earth remains, hallelujah, amen. seed time and harvest will never cease. Summer and winter will never see. Cold and heat will never see. Day and night will never see. Don't, don't argue with it. Just observe it and use it to your benefit. Hallelujah. Amen. So as you are about to, I mean, so seed, I just want to read uh, uh, something small. Then we will be uh, able to give. Turn your Bibles with me to um, Second Chronicles chapter 28. I, I don't know, but I like this scripture. When David was about to die, how many remember King David? When David was about to die, this is, he called his son, uh, Solomon, who was to reign after him, and he began to speak to him. He began to do so many things. So when we read the Bible, we don't even understand why God seems to be so happy with David. Why this man seems to have also sins like all of us, but God says he's a man after his own heart. Hello? Hello, are you here? Yes. Have you wondered? David wanted to build a house for God, and God says no. So in Second Chronicles chapter 28, the Bible says, And David assembled all the princes of Israel, and princes of the tribes, and the captains of the 
companies that ministered to the king by course, and the captains over the thousands, and captains over the hundreds, and the stewards over all the substance and possession of the king, and of the sons with the officers, and with the mighty men, and with all the valiant men unto Jerusalem. And David, then David the king stood up upon his feet and said, Hear me, my brethren and my people. As for me, I had in mind, I had in my heart to build a house of rest for the ark of the covenant of the Lord and for the footstool of our God and had made ready for the building. Hallelujah. He said, as for me, I have in my heart to build a place. Hallelujah. I had in my heart to build a place for the covenant of the ark and also for God's uh, footstool where God will rest. Can you see it? Verse number three. But God said unto me, thou shalt not build and house for my name, because thou hast been a man of war and has shed blood. Hallelujah. So God said, look, you have fought my battles. You have gone. So I want somebody else to do it. Hallelujah. And David had a certain heart. That's all. If you wouldn't even allow me to uh, build for you because you used me for different things. He went ahead. Gathered for the sake of time, we cannot read it all. Jump from verse number four. And okay, verse number six. The Bible says, And he said unto me, Solomon, thy son, shall build shall build my house and my courts, for I have chosen him to be my son, and I will be his father. Are you there? Moreover, I will establish his kingdom forever if he, if he be constant to do my commandment and my judgment as at this day. Okay. Can we jump? Is it allowed? Okay. So the Bible says in verse number 12, Bible says, and the pattern of all that he had by the Spirit, okay, of the courts and of the house of the Lord and all the chambers round about and the treasuries of the house of, of God and the treasuries of the dedicated things also for the cause, for the causes of the priests and the Levites and for all the work of the service of the house of the Lord and for all the vessels of service in the house of the Lord. Verse number 14, he gave can we read the 14 together? One go. He gave of gold by weight of things of gold for all instruments of all manner of service. Silver also for all instruments of silver by weight for all instruments, every kind of service. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse number 15. Even the weight for the candlesticks of gold and for the lamps of gold by weight of every candlestick, and for the lamps thereof, and for the candlesticks of the silver by weight, both of the candlestick and also of the lamps thereof, according to the use of every 
candlestick. Hallelujah. So the Bible tells us that even though we read from verse number three, that it said, I have prepared. I was ready. I have prepared all that I want to use for the building of God. Are you here? But God says I shouldn't build. Even though he's giving me the pattern and all that, my son is going to build it. And Bible says that David go ahead and he gives him gold, silver, the plants, everything that God wants him to do. Hallelujah. He gives it to his son that when I die, God doesn't want to say you will do it. But look, I don't want anything to stop. When I die, you are going to do it. Hallelujah. And because of this, God comes to Jeremiah chapter 33. Quickly. Jeremiah chapter 33, if you read from verse number 19, you see how God begins to treat David. Are you there in Jeremiah chapter 33, verse number 19? Bible says, and the word of the Lord came unto Jeremiah, saying, Thou sayest the Lord, if ye can break my covenant of the day and my covenant of the night, and that there should, there should not be day and night in their season, then may also my covenant be broken with David my servant. Hallelujah. That he should not have a son to reign upon his throne and with the Levites and the priests, my ministers. Hallelujah. As for the host of heaven, as the host of heaven cannot be numbered, neither the son of the sea measured, so will I multiply the seed of David, my servant, and the Levites that minister unto me. Hallelujah. Right there. So you see that the hearts with which David prepared to so see that even though he was not allowed, he had a covenant, not just a blessing in return, but a covenant that I, I as I read the Bible, I've not seen any covenant like that before. Now God should say that the only time I will not, I mean do what I have said to David is one day and night. It's no more. Hello? In other words, uh, the blessings of David is going to continue with the earth. Amen? And I, I came to understand that it's because of this covenant that even in our present day well, the Jews are the most rich People that we see, they are the inventors. They are the, it's like the covenant with David. When you go to wherever in this way, any country, including South Africa, the richest people are the Jews. The richest people are the Jews. They owe the, uh, who worth is for them. Go and find out who Canal Walk belongs to. Go and find out about Waterfront. Go and find out. Uh, C point. Different, different. You can't even, and they don't even put their properties on the market. They have their own society that they do their things. They are blessed beyond. So it's like the covenant of God with David is even continuing. Hallelujah. Yeah. The seed, he gave gold, 
He gave silver. He gave different things for the building of the house of God. That God's place, God's house, God's place will be built in a certain way. And God said, I have vowed that I will multiply the descendant of David like the, like the son of the cedar cannot be measured. Then he included some of us. said that those of you who will also be shepherds and pastors and priests and Levites, I will multiply you also. Hallelujah. I will increase you also. I will multiply you also. Amen. Amen. And it is not just something that God said it. That when you read the Bible, there's so many things that God says it. And at a point when you change, he changed. Eli, he told Eli, when you read First uh, Samuel, I, I believe chapter uh, 3 verse something, 30 something. He told Eli that, look, I have promised that you are going to be a priest forever, you and your father's house. But because you honored your children more than me, I have also changed my mind. Said I, this is what I said I'm going to do, but because you have changed, I've also changed my mind. Are you there? But when it comes to David, he says that I have covenanted. Even nothing will stop. Nothing will stop. There were children, grandsons, and great grand descendants of David who went into idolatry, worship idols as kings in Israel. But because of the promise of God to host David, God always made sure. Hallelujah. I pray that your seed, as you sow this precious seed, as you give offering, you give your tithe and different, God will covenant with you, not as a person, but your whole family, your descendants, your great-great-grandchildren who are unborn today will come and eat of the good. Because of the seeds you have sown. Hallelujah. Because of the blessings that, you know, recently I think we're having a Bible discussion. And one of my children said that, when I was reading uh, Genesis, I noticed that uh, Ham, that was Cain, was the son of Cain. No, Canaan was the one. But Canaan wasn't even around. It's his father. Who went to see his father's nakedness? And they left Ham, and they rather cursed Ham's son. Uh, uh, yeah, Ham's son. Ham, who did it, never suffered for it. But his. I said, that is the same way that um, what Abraham did. The blessing came over Isaac, came over Jacob, came over Joseph. It's like whatever comes over you, God gives you. It, it goes down. Hallelujah. Yeah, so as we sow and as we do, don't have a mind that when you are not, it is no. It will be a permanent blessing in your family. I pray that we will have generational blessings. We have only heard of generational cases. But I pray that through this season, this year of seed time and harvest, we will also have generational blessings in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, may there be a blessing that will be like a plantation. You know, as we go on, I will, I will show you. There are things that you cannot do it twice. There are some seeds that you sow it only once. Abraham did not sacrifice Isaac every year. 
Solomon did not sacrifice thousand bulls every year. There are some acts that it is once. It's a covenant. Hallelujah. And I pray. And those things become like, like a permanent plantation that every year. Do you know what a plantation is? Maybe around we have only cash crop. But plantation, when you see oil palm, when you see the, uh, what, the rubber tree, there are plantations that every year, you just plant one thing, every year, cocoa. Cocoa plant is like that. When you plant it, when they grow, that is it. You can have a harvest for the rest of your life unless there's an infection or something. Amen. I pray that our seeds and the things we are doing for God will be like that. That will cause us to have permanent covenant and vows that God will say, with this blessing, I bless my, my daughter and all her family. There shall never be a, a barren person in your home. There shall never be a poor person. There shall, God will vow and speak concerning you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Take your offering. Take your tithe. Take your seats and let us give. As we pray. Take it. Those who are watching on, are we on Facebook or Teams? Facebook, okay. Yeah. If you can hear me, take your seed, precious seed, as we pray. Okay. I'm going to also take a special offering. How many want us to have a big screen over here? This that we are doing, it doesn't work. It doesn't be fit. I want to progress. So you can also sow a seed towards that. Hallelujah. It's a lot of thousands of runs. So you can sow seeds in ten thousands, and God will bless you. Maybe you come and ask, Pastor, how much will it cost? I want to buy the whole screen for the church so that any time we are worshiping, we are, the blessing will be coming to me. Seeds that you can sow. Have you taken your offering, your tithes, whatever you are giving, lift it high and let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the opportunity we have to give. We give in accordance with your word. How you said that we should, we should test you with this. When we pay our tithe, you open the windows of heaven and bless us that there shall not be room enough. Lord, in the year of seed time and harvest, we are sowing our seeds. You are not a man to lie, neither a son of man to repent. Remember us. Fulfill your promise. Let your word, oh God, come to pass in our personal lives, in our families, in our homes, at our workplace, in our health, in our finances. I pray for this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Okay, please, our account number is on the screen. The ashes are also going around if you are paying cash. God bless you. As we welcome the dancing stars. Hallelujah. Somebody give a shout to the Lord. Amen. Are you being blessed? Hallelujah. The Bible says that 
The sower went out to sow the word. Hallelujah. And some seeds fell upon different grounds. Amen. And the Bible goes on to say that the seed is the word of God. Hallelujah. In this year of seed time and harvest, as the word is coming, somebody give a shout to the Lord, a clap offering, and let's welcome Bishop Napoleon Essien to sow seeds of the word of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Shabbat. Shabbaking for Jesus. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We bless you. We give you glory for your great grace that is upon our lives as individuals. And thank you for your grace that is upon our, our life as a family, as a church, and as people. Lord, we don't take it for granted. Thank you for 2022. Thank you for your grace and your mercy that has brought us to where we stand. Lord, thank you for the good health. Thank you for the great grace of your blessings. Lord, thank you for the church you have placed us in and the spiritual benefit and what we are receiving. We give you all the glory. This morning we say, have your way. Let your will be done. Let your will be proclaimed. And Lord, change our lives because we came. We give you all the praise in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone shall shout and say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Please put your hands together and please be seated. Hallelujah. Well, this year has been declared as our year of seed time and harvest. Hallelujah. Amen. And how many of us were... Uh, part of the uh, Chalak night. Were you here? Okay. Have you listened to the message again and again? Bishop preached, I mean, a vintage message 
a fantastic message that I believe we need to listen to it over and over until we can uh, feel the fruits of the message. We can. We should sow that specific message till we receive the harvest of it in our lives. Hallelujah. So it's our year of seed time and harvest. Amen. Amen. So this year we are going to increase the seeds that we've been sowing. And for your information, whatever you do, whatever you are doing, it's a seed you are sowing. Yeah. And sometimes you may think that seeds are only good seeds. No, we have bad seeds and we also have good seeds. So as we are sure that seed time is going to be followed by harvest time, we need to be very careful what kind of seed we sow. We need to be very intentional about sowing good seeds. We need to be specific what we want to harvest so that we will, we will sow seed that will allow us to harvest those seeds or to have that harvest. Hello? Hi. You want to become a doctor. So you go to a medical school to sow those seeds into your life and the harvest comes out. I have not seen anyone who wants to be an accountant going to read pharmacology. Hello? If you want to be a dentist, you don't go and read economics. Do, do you understand what I'm talking about? So the seed, the kind of seed you are sowing or you have sown determines the harvest you are going to have. Is, is it easy to understand? And it's not only good seeds. It's not only good seeds. So you see, when we talk about seed time and harvest, you need to really be careful because whatever you are doing is a seed. And whatever you are sowing is surely going to bring you a harvest. And this is something that God says, I am not just saying I have vowed, I have covenanted. So if you go around sowing bad seeds, it's, it's not good. Hallelujah. We need to understand this principle so that we can go around to sow uh, good seeds. Amen. So uh, Bishop told us, those of us, let's go back to Genesis chapter 8, verse number 22. I'm just going to preach for a short time and we'll be out of here. Amen. Yeah. Genesis chapter 8, verse number 22. The Bible says, can we read it together? One, go. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night, shall not cease. Can we take it again? One, go. While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. Amen. Amen. Let this scripture be a foundation in your life. Because every single day, even the time you wake up from your bed is a seed you are sowing. Even the time you wake up, everything we are doing is a seed we are sowing. So that is how our mind should work. 
If your mind begins to work on this, and I want to say this, that even the younger ones, those of us who are young, our minds are fertile. Our minds are fertile. When you read something, it controls your life. When you hear something, it shapes your life. So we need as as Christians and as mothers, as fathers, and as, I mean, big brothers, we need to guide the people around us. Amen. Amen. That is why it's not good for children to be watching television all over. They, they are sowing some seeds into their life. What they know, what they know is what they are going to exhibit. Very soon, you see that they don't frown on certain things. And even when you see people, there are differences in people depending on the seed they have sown into their life and the exposure that they have, what they have heard, what they have listened to, what they have read, even changes them. There are people who are changed by the reason of what they have sown into their life. That is why you can have your own son or daughter and there will be something with the person and you may not even know. But somebody who has sown some special seeds into the person sees your, the person that you love and says, oh, this is what is going on. So when you sow a seed into your, it brings a certain harvest. Hallelujah. And the Bible says seed time and harvest will not cease. And I was explaining to you the other time that you notice that the word there is no seed. Is seed time. The concept of time means that there is gestation. Are you there? It did not say seed and harvest. It is only the seed that has time attached to it. Seed time and harvest. So it means that when you have a harvest, the time is, uh, is determined by the time you sow the seed. Because the Bible says in Ecclesiastes that there is time for everything. Then that also goes further to ensure us that it is not every time that you can sow a seed. It's not every time that you can sow a seed. There is seed time. Are you here? There is a time that is seed time. There is a time specifically for you to sow seeds. There's a time that you ought to pray. There's a time that you ought to go to school. There's a time that you need to learn a trade. There's a time. Even ladies, there's a time you can give birth. There are times come by, you are, you are still a lady, you are still a woman, nothing has changed, but it's not possible. Even within a man, it's not every time that you can take a seed. Am I preaching to anyone? Yeah. In a year. Women have only 12 opportunities to take seed. Even though we have 335 days. Hello? How many understand what I'm talking about? So if you think that, look, they say 12 opportunities that I will wait December and I will uh, use the... No! Every month you have one opportunity. Every month you have one opportunity. You cannot say that you have 365 days. So um, you, the 12 opportunities, you will use it the last two months. It doesn't work like that. Hello? So there is time. Seed time. Tell somebody seed time. And harvest. And I'm telling you that, look, a time even to be born again, 
There is time for that. I said there is time for that. Even for you to have a certain accent, there is time for that. At time comes, you cannot, you cannot cockle, you cannot uh, slang. What I'm saying. There's a time that even when you read all the books, you notice that, look, your accent is stuck. It's stuck with where you went to school and the shape of your mouth. It's like you can't change it. There was a time if you have read. You see, if you did not read and now you are reading, you read, but you notice that it can't help you. There is a time that the antibodies and the antigens in the breast milk of the mother is good for the baby. If you see a grown man uh, sucking a breast, it's, for, it's not for antibodies or for antigens. It's for something else. I'm preaching. I said it's not for immunity. It's for something else that I, I don't know what it's for. But for immunity, it is the first six months. That's what we speak of exclusive breastfeeding. Yeah. That's a time, same time. If you want your, no, you see, if you're a lady, you need to think about your children. I thank God for my wife. Yeah. Because she did exclusive breastfeeding for our children. Yeah, many ladies, they want the shape of their breast to be a certain way, so they don't breastfeed. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For six months, no water, nothing. So that they will have a certain immunity. So that their mentality will be developed. So that they can be stable. If you don't do it the first six months, it's over. You have the children, but they will not have a certain immunity. They will not have a certain mentality. It is the first six months. Am I preaching to anybody? I'm talking about seed time. The time that is given. The time that is there. Observe the time. Because you cannot sow every time. A time comes when you even want to do it. It is over. When Jesus died, people now wanted to sow. He said, look, this lady saw. So he has already anointed me for that season. A time comes you cannot give. A time there's something that you cannot do. If you think you're always going to have the opportunity to give, it is not true. If you think you always have the opportunity to preach, it is not true. If you think you always have the opportunity to win it, so it is not true. There is a seed time when that time passes. That's why the seed has a time. Don't, don't, there is no unnecessary detail in the Bible. Whatever the Bible says, I'm talking about seed time. It is time for us to sow seeds. It's time for us to sow precious seeds. Because when the time passes, you will have the seed, but you cannot be useful. Look at the uh, vineyard and those who are sowing, uh, uh, what do you call it? Grape, grapes and uh, strawberries. When the time from, from uh, uh, October or September ending, after now, you, you go and see. They are busily sowing every month they have a harvest. Then they will start again because it's a seed time. Because it's a seed time. When the, that time passes, you need to wait for another year. There is a time for you to sow, my sister. There is a time that if you don't go to school, even when you go, you notice that you cannot do what you want to do. There is a time to start. There is a time to start. Anyone who has done well, you notice that you started very early. 
He started very early. At the age of 32, are you now going to grade one? No, 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 no. That is not the time. That is not the time. That is not the time. That's why even people who go to school later, they are called mature students. You are not the proper student. Students are students. Why are they saying you are a mature student? It's not like a student that we cannot worry you so much. We cannot allow you to learn so many things. So we will just summarize. Mature students are different students. There's a time that the mind, the mind, even there's a time to give birth, that your waist is like elastic with the hormones. You can, a time comes, you notice the way you give birth, you can't, you can't, you can't come. We need to go for operation. There's time. There's time for every time. See, the seed time. There's a time. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. There's a time. And in Hebrews, also, it, it talks about it. Hebrews chapter 12, uh, chapter uh, 5, verse number 12. So when the time you ought to be teachers, there is a time for you also to be teachers. If you don't sow the seed in the right time, the time you ought to be teacher, you are still a babe. You notice that it doesn't work. What are you doing? It's seed time. It is time to go to school. It is time to read your Bible. It is time to sow precious seeds. It is time because you will not have every day to sow the seed. Even if the days are there, sometimes you will not even be around for the harvest. You will not even be around. So be very careful what you are doing. And don't just do things, but do things with understanding. That is why God has told us in his word that there is seed time. Tell somebody, I'm taking note of the time. I said, tell somebody, I'm taking note of the time. And I, perhaps the best example will be the uh, woman. For you to be alive with 12 good opportunities to take a seat in for you to be alive with 12 good opportunities to take a seed in 365 days. And yet, and yet, and yet, if you are left with only 60 days, you cannot have the 12 opportunities. You can have only two. If you are left with 31 days, you can have only one opportunity. He should tell you that you can be around and yet not be able to. There are people who are 80 years old, uh, 50 years, 70 years, and they are not born again. And they may never be born again because the time to be saved is past. You think about people say, oh, I, I'm, I'm waiting. No. Salvation is a door. Opportunity to be saved. If you don't get saved, you may never be saved. You wanted to do what? Economics? You, you may never be able to do it. The opportunity you have to sow, be kind. You may, it may be gone forever. Opportunity you had to be a certain way. This is the time you got born again. This is the time for you to sow precious seed into your life. As a time comes that you notice, even when you read the Bible, it's not the same. A time comes that when you even study, it it doesn't stay. It it doesn't stay. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yeah. 
That's why uh, we learn. Don't joke the one who, who actually plays and talks with the harvest. Does not think about the harvest. The Bible says you are not wise. In Psalms, turn your Bible with me. Am I preaching to anyone? I'm trying. We are, I'm just going over the words of my father and we will be out of here. Psalm 115 verse number 111 verse number 5. Psalm 111 verse number 5. Is it in your Bible? If you are there, say amen. amen. If you are not there, say wait for me. Okay. He has given meat unto them that fear him. He will ever be mindful of his covenant. Hallelujah. So the Bible says that God is mindful. God's mind is always on his covenant. And the covenant we are talking about is what he says. That while the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest. Hallelujah. And cold and heat. And summer and winter. And day and night shall not cease. And this is the covenant. This is the agreement. And Bible says that he is, what, mindful. He is mindful. God is mindful of his covenant. He is mindful. The Bible says that he is not a man to lie, neither a son of man to repent. Whatsoever a man does, whatsoever a man sows, that will he reap. God is not mocked. You cannot mock God. Hallelujah. You cannot sow uh, potatoes and harvest uh, chilies. It is not done like, like that. You cannot sow good seed and have a bad uh, harvest. Hallelujah. You say fresh water does not bring forth salty water. Neither does a bad tree bring forth good uh, seeds. Whatever you are sowing, God is mindful. That is why in Revelation, he said, I know your work. I know your work. I know whatever you are doing. I know your prayer. I know your patience. I know whatever you are doing. So be mindful that God has covenanted that whatever you are doing, man can forget. That's whatever you are doing, you need to do it as unto the Lord. Hallelujah. In this year that we are sowing seed, oh, I pray that you sow precious seeds. I pray that you sow, you sow good seeds. I pray that you, look, even how you answer, your dressing, your, 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 your article, everything is a seed you are sowing. Everything, if you think that, oh, you, no, no, no. And don't think that it will be different in your case. That's why I will have to preach the law of failed harvest for some people to pour acid on some bad seeds you have sown. But generally it is, you know, sometimes the best God can do for you is to allow a blessing to overcome the harvest of the bad seeds. Yeah. Because it's, it's a vow that he himself has vowed that bad seeds will also have a harvest. Yeah. 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 So sometimes winter cannot go away. So you need to use the blessing of wisdom to clothe yourself warm so that the effect of the winter <laughs> will not be too severe. Is that not it? Yeah. 
And I'm telling you this morning that you should sow a precious seed. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So the first few seeds we considered, the one who plays with serious, not wise, in Hosea chapter 6, verse number 11, the Bible said there's an appointed time for harvest. Look at it quickly. I'm just going over the words of my father quickly, then I will share something with you, then we are out of here. Is that okay? Hosea chapter 6, verse number 11. What does the Bible say? Also, O Judah, he has set an harvest for thee when I return the captivity of my people. So there is a harvest. Hallelujah. There is a harvest for you, depending on what you have sown. Amen. And the other verse, Proverbs chapter 10, verse number 5. Quickly. Let's run through this. Okay, are you there? He that gathereth in summer is a wise son, but he that sleepeth in harvest is a son that causes shame. Hallelujah. So you need to be mindful of the seasons and the period because, look, when you take seed as a human being, you need nine months before. So the seed time, okay, when the time you sow the seed determines the time you have harvest. The time you sow the seed determines the time you have harvest. You cannot have harvest before you sow. Hello? I say you cannot have harvest before you sow. That is what the banks are trying to do. That people can have money that they have not worked for. It only turns to poverty. You cannot have a harvest before you sow. Because that is not, it's a seed time and harvest. So when you are having money that you have not worked for, it goes against the vow of God. That's why it turns to poverty. Even if it is a day, if the gestation is a day, the same time must go before the harvest. So anytime you see yourself having a harvest that you have not sown, a problem has occurred. It's like you have twisted the hand of God. You are going against a vow, a covenant that God himself has created. There's nothing like that. That's what you will find with time that you cannot cheat God and you cannot go against God. Because seed time has come before harvest. So anytime you see that you are having a harvest and there is no seed soon, you need to watch around what is happening. I have broken a, a, a law. I have broken a covenant. What is going to be the consequence? The consequences. Some are tears, some are crying, some are pain, some are poverty. Some different, different things will come because you disregarded a vow, a principle of God. Can we continue? Proverbs chapter four, uh, 20, verse number 4. I'm just explaining my father's preaching. The sluggard will not plow by reason of the code. Therefore shall he beg in harvest. You shall never beg in harvest. Amen. Look, I had a lady in church. Anytime it was winter, she wanted to stop work. I said, I will never allow you. She would come and complain. Pastor, my boss is not treating me. I said, you are going to work. The way my boss is treating me, now even 
Not that I'm cleaning the house. Uh, he's, he's asking me to clean the poopoos of the dogs, and I said, go and do it. Go and do it. Go and do it. And I noticed year after year, year after year, she did not know that I have noticed, you know? <laughs> yeah, it was a pattern. Every year, the same time, he wants to stop working. She wants to stop working. I also said I would never, I never agreed. So now she knows, I know that when I say you know, but always they are not treating me. And she was working in the same place for all these years. All these years. When summer passes, I never hear my boss is mistreating me. There's a, nothing happens until it is becoming cold. Are you here? The sluggard will not plow by reason of code. You don't learn by reason of code. Think that you will not study by reason of the code. Follow your friends. Follow your friends. I always tell people that these fingers, it's not the same. Can you see that the fingers, some are, it is not the same. It is not the same. Some of the people that you are in school with, they are in school to just have a friend. They don't need the qualification in order to eat. What their parents have. They just need an ability to relate, to read. If they don't work all their life, there's nothing but you. But you. I say, but you. Follow them. Follow them and be smoking. Follow them and get a boyfriend. Follow them and instead of reading Bible and your notes, read romantic books. Because the mind, the mind must be filled with something. So whatever you feel, that is what you have shown to you. Even when the time comes for you to get married, when you see a good man, you will not see a good man because of what you have read. Because the good man in the book, which there's nothing like that. I said the good man in the book. There's nothing like that. So you'll be looking for that good man. The good man in the book was still tall, lovely, romantic, with flowers. And he said, hello, baby. I love you. You, you. you are like the star. You are like the moon. When I look at your neck, there's no one like you. You are the only, only mosquito in my nest. Without you, I'm undone. In fact, you, you are the lifeline to my deadline. Hey! Lifeline to your deadline. Hey. Now I know life is sweet because I met you. Hey. Hey. Some have pimples, but you have a dimple. Hey. Then they are wrapping you. Loving you is a crime, then I must be in the maximum security prison. If you are, 
You are, you are, instead of fertile mind, fertile mind that you need to read things that will guide you. I, I challenge everybody, you are doing Bible projects. I've given some Bible uh, 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 books that I say you should read before school will open. Some people are not following it. Some people are not. You read one chapter and you sleep. You read, two, but you can take a book and finish a whole book. One night about a man who doesn't exist. Imaginary man. When he came, he has, I mean, uh, laid the bed, he has done this, flowers is here, this, uh, that's why, don't tell anybody I told you, will you keep secret? That's why when you see people advertising for either bra or panty, they are always smiling. (laughs) Have you seen it? Yeah, but everybody here is wearing one. You look at them, whether they are smiling. It is not real. When you wear your panty, do you smile? Do you smile? You see them, you see that they are wearing them. But you have been wearing something, you are even angry wearing it. You follow the pictures. You follow the pictures. You see, they say, uh, then when you do this thing, it's Revlon, it's TCB, then your hair will be this thing, then you see the person throw the hair. You have used your hair, it's rather finishing. You see that? What is happening? I saw the picture. My brother, don't joke. <laughs> My sister, don't joke. Don't joke. It's imaginary. You'll be disappointed in a way that you cannot. Bishop t- tells a story of a lady, beautiful lady, who through this uh, uh, milk and boom, these books, romantic books, read and read. When pastors, men of God, came and spoke to her, proposed to her, that she laughed at them. Say, up to now, she is not married. God was waiting for a good man, a romantic man, in a book. Can I continue? It's nice. Yeah. You don't, 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 don't read. Read, read the book. You see, when you read even the Bible, and I said that, don't study even what I've, I've given you. Take the books, read it like a storybook. When you read Genesis, you notice that there's action there, there's war. I mean, it's, advent, it's like a movie. You see, you see the sons of uh, 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 Jacob, somebody, a king, a prince, sleeps, uh, rapes a sister, Dinah. And the brother said, that, You know what? The only reason why I will give you uh, our, our sister is when you are circumcised. Then they, the adventure is so nice. Hey, what is happening? You don't even know. It's like a movie. As you are reading, you don't know what to expect. Read it, you'll be wise. You'll be wise. You'll begin to understand so many things. Read it like a story. Don't stop. Read it. Read it. You see that God will use this to speak to you anytime you're about to go astray. Show this precious seed and stop this unnecessary thing that you are using to destroy your life. Don't say I did not tell you. Don't say I did not tell you because I will be here. By the grace of God, I will still be your pastor. When your heart is broken and we are, I will say, oh, God will heal you. I'll pray for you. Yeah, and I will pray and say, Lord, 
May you touch where our hands cannot reach. Comfort where we cannot embrace. Do something, Lord. Let comfort her by the comfort of your spirit. Whereby you have comforted others. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Then I will give you my hanky to wipe your tears. And I will say that keep the hanky. Then you will be happy. Thank you. Then I say, oh, don't worry. Everything will be over. <laughs> but I don't want to tell you the, the other one. <laughs> Are you here? So, so precious. So, we saw seven kinds of seeds. Hey, I have only 10 minutes. Seven kinds of seeds that you can sow. The first one. <laughs> the seed of the flesh. And the seed to the spirit. Seed to the flesh and... Amen. Okay. The seed. So seed time. There's time even to sow to your flesh. Like I'm, I'm telling you, there are things in the flesh that you can see and you can notice that even your, your flesh, like I'm telling you, how you speak. If you want to change how you speak, there's time to change it. <laughs> That's why in even education, there is a phase which is called foundational phase. The foundational phase of education determines what your child will become. Yeah, we have the foundational phase and we have the, what? The primary, intermediate, then, then the senior phase. Okay, I know the foundation, I know the primary and the secondary. But those who have, who have done education are telling me. That after foundation is the intermediate, then. Yeah. Your foundation is very important. The way you speak, how you read, is coming from the foundation you had. So there are things that you have even sown into your flesh. How you eat, what you eat. Some of you, you cannot eat without pap. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah, even when they have, we have a party and all that. You eat pap as a dessert. I mean, it's like, it's just to sleep, pap or sasa. Yeah. Just to, do you understand? Just to ensure that you ate the day. It's not like you are hungry, but how can you go to bed without uh, eating some small pap or sasa to make sure? It is something that you started sowing into the flesh. I'm trying to show you. The flesh is gotten used to. So without it, the flesh is not content. Yeah. Yeah. You've been kissing people. Exchanging saliva with people. For your information, hepatitis B comes through kissing. Yeah, hepatitis is a type of... Uh, 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 what do you call it? A type of disease. Yeah. It affects the liver. It comes. It, it kills people. So you say, oh, we are abstaining, just kissing. Okay. Okay. You'll be there. Yeah. Sowing saliva is when it's mature. 
You notice that you will not like the fruits. The harvest time. Yeah. You go about loving wrong people, doing a time come even when the right person comes, it brings confusion. The reason why you may have problem in your marriage is because of the seeds that you have sown into your life before the proper person came. The fighting and the confusion is because you are defiled. You have sown wrong seeds. Now the right person has come and you are fighting because he is good and you are bad. Yeah, one day I was doing a counseling between a brother and a sister. And the brother has been around, but the sister doesn't know anything. So I told him that I don't want any confusion. If you cannot marry a virgin, go and look for another person who has also been around. I don't want to complain. You may have to give her time. Be patient with her also to grow. She is not bad. She is good. But you have been swimming in the seawater, lagoon water, river. Now your, your virtuous virgin wife becomes a bad person because you are bad. So I told her that this is what is going to happen. She, she doesn't have you, all your experience. If you are not ready to give her time, then you there will be a problem. So pastor, I understand that I'm a bad man. <laughs> yeah, he said that, pastor, I understand that. I, I still want to go ahead. Amen. Some of the complaints in the marriage it doesn't exist. It's because you are bad. You met a bad boy. You met a bad girl. And you are comparing your wife or your husband to the bad person. It seems that you have sown. It's giving a certain bad experience. The harvest. Things that people have done to you. Now your husband is harvesting. Your wife is harvesting. You've married a good man, but you are always looking at a person's phone. You're always... Because of what you have seen. Bad relationship you have been in. Now somebody is harvesting something that doesn't even know where you got it from. Are you here? So what, I, what is it that you are seeing? The food you are eating when you, are, uh, you sleep. People, different, different. Some people, unless they feel the physical particles of the food in their... If not eating. Hallelujah. And I, we can do this exercise quickly. So Bishop talks about it. Go to uh, Galatians chapter 6, verse number 7 and 8. What does the Bible say? Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, whatever you are planting, that shall you also what? Rape. Okay. For he that soweth to the to his flesh shall of the flesh report corruption. So the Bible has already specified the harvest you will have when you sow to your flesh. Corruption. Corruption is what? What does it mean to corrupt? Something that is decayed, spoiled. 
So anything you are sowing, you are reading books that are not godly, you are corrupting your mind. Very soon, you will, you will even be advocating for lays and lesbians. You, they will be your friends because you are corrupted. Because you did not read the right thing. Because in the book that you read, people were piercing and this thing. Before you notice, you are, you are getting tattoo over your body. I saw a picture. A picture of the old time and uh, uh, the current. Two people were at the beach, at the uh, pool. And in the olden days, this guy was wearing uh, uh, summer shorts. So the summer shorts has this white clean shirt with flowers in it. And the body was plain. But today, the guy was wearing white pants. And the flowers was on his body. So, wow, they have swapped it. <laughs> now, the flowers and the drawing and the tattoo, the piercing. You see somebody has piercing everywhere. everywhere. It's because of what you have, what you corrupted. I saw somebody has bore a hole into the, this thing. Put, you can see the gum and the, and the, and the tooth here and here. Say, so, wow. These are the things. Corruption. You just think about it. Did you also not remove two of your front tooth? It is what, yeah, you saw. It's a fashion. <laughs> we do this. We sow corruption. So he said, when you, when you sow to the flesh, okay, when you sow, you, you, you corrupt. Corruption is even what you like will be corrupted. See that people like the wrong things. Corruption, things that are spoiled, is what you, you will like. That's why today people are actually like, in those days, when you saw people dirty, wearing tattered and things that, notice that maybe the person is not stable. But today, if you have money, that's when you, you dress naked. There's actually no, I mean, like, a pastor can come to church with almost, I, you see the ladies, they have dressed, and the, 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 uh, the sack, the pocket of what they are wearing is out. <laughs> you, you can't even understand what is happening. Everything, dressing is false. Language, there are people who cannot say a sentence without swearing words. When you sow to the flesh, the harvest is corruption. The language is corrupted. The dressing is, our looks is corrupt. Our mind is corrupt. Everything we are, what are you just say it. So the corruption of our dressing, hmm? the corruption of even what to eat, that's why. Corruption of where to eat, what to wear, your language, your dress, everything becomes Corrupted because you are sowing into the flesh. You see, when we read it and Bishop is talking about, you may not. You may not. You are not married. But you have had many miscarriages. I don't want to say abortion so that you feel bad. <laughs> yes, miscarriage. <laughs> but you are not married. You have had more than eight miscarriages. Corruption. Corruption. 
So anything that you sow to the flesh, the end is that it corrupts, it destroys, it spoils, it damages, it causes it to decay. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yeah, but he that sow it, hmm? but he that sow it to the spirit shall of the spirit uh, harvest or report life everlasting. Hallelujah. Amen. I see you harvesting life everlasting. Amen. Yeah, sow the word. There is nothing better. Sow fasting. We have been fasting. Today is the seventh week, uh, seventh day. Oh, oh you, you are not fasting. You are still sowing some food. You are sowing some food to the body. You can't eat. You, we break. It's not like seven days. Continuous. No, that's not what we are saying. Every day we are fasting and praying up to the end of this month. Make time. Get the message. Listen to it. Pray with it. Three hours. Five hours. Every evening, by the grace of God, we are here. Monday. To pray, we've been coming every Sunday to pray for at least two hours before we go. Be part of it. Sow something to your spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. The fruits of the spirit will begin to emerge. See that you are sowing something, the word of God. The word of God is the seed that you need to sow. If whether you are a mother, a son, a daughter, a grandson, sow the seed of the word of God. The word of God. Sowing to the spirit. There is nothing better you can sow to the spirit than the word of God. Hallelujah. I said there is nothing better you can sow to the spirit than the word of God. Because your spirit does not benefit from any of the dresses you wear. Your spirit does not benefit from any of the hairstyle you have done. Your spirit does not benefit. We buy dresses to take uh, pictures. When we are able to go to a place to eat... We take pictures for people to... The world has become a show place. It's like, it's like when you have opportunity to be in a place, you need to take it for people to know that, yeah, yeah, I was there some. I have also been here. It's like we are advertising where? Anything we are doing. To the flesh. What, what does that do to the spirit? And all the things that you don't hear anybody sharing a scripture. You don't hear or see people sharing a revelation. That I read this. Look at the revelation I've had. Look at this. We are just putting our hairstyle, our new dresses, our now they are posting. People. I, I, saw, I saw on uh, Facebook yesterday something I cannot even repeat. Something I can't repeat on this because of fine protocol. Because of the corruption of the, of the flesh. They have a, people are doing, ladies are doing competition. Uh, what do you call it? Is it competition or? Something. A challenge. Are you, you, you know it already. Have you put your, yours already there? If I see you. If I see you put... I, I will beat you like physical, not like, not like you will be rebuked. Physical beating. What? How can you as a lady put your private part on there, on, 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 on a challenge on, on Facebook? That is the corruption that I'm talking about. It did not start from there. 
it did not start from there. It started by wearing tattered jeans. It started by piercing. It started by sow to the flesh, and you will see. It sports. Who in his normal sense? Most people, you don't know that the, the, what you read makes you can become mad, but you can't even know that you are mad. Who? Who? You tell me if it's not madness for somebody who is proper to take a picture of your day. Is it not madness? But I say it's a, a challenge. So when we are doing uh, uh, sea time and harvest, don't, don't joke. Don't joke. Whatever you have sown, whatever you have sown to your body, to your, it is going to bring a harvest. It is going to bring a harvest. After you have bought all the lotion you have smeared, you want to take a part of your body and put it that You see, this is the effect of the lotion I've been using on my bums. And you begin to, it's like, you, you just check your expenditure pattern. That will reveal to you the pictures you take. Because you are spending a lot on your skin, which is very good. You need to have a nice skin. You are spending a lot on your hair. You are spending a lot on your face. You are spending a lot on, 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 your, on your teeth. Yeah? So you need to do a challenge at a point. <laughs> so, sowing to your spirit the seed of the word of God. Tell somebody the seed of the word of God. Tell another person the seed of the word of God. Hallelujah. Do you know the harvest? Bible says the harvest will be life everlasting. Hallelujah. How many want life everlasting? How many want to live forever? One day in heaven. Oh, the only way out is to sow the seed of the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you here? I want to quickly give you some of the benefits of the uh, 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 seed of the word of God. Even before the everlasting life. Before the life eternal. The first one is that you are going to have light. Illumination. In Psalm 119 verse 105. Quickly, we need to finish this quickly. Psalm 119 verse 105. Thy word is what? A lamp unto my feet and a lamp unto my path. Can we say it together? One go. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto. So when you sow the word of God, do you know a lamp? A lamp is like the lantern, the one that you hold, like a torch. When you hold a torch, what does it do? It shows you where you are. It helps you. So the word of God, when you read the word of God, you begin to see where you are. You begin to see where you are. And the same word becomes a light onto your path. See, the lamp helps you to know where you are stepping. But the light shows you further away. Hallelujah. 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 Yeah. When you sow the word of God into your life, you will know where to step. You will not step in a mud. You will not step in tongues. You will not step on a snake. You will not step in a dangerous place to hurt yourself. So you will be stepping at the right places. That is the lamb. 
And when you read the word of God, you'll be see, you begin to see patterns of life in the Bible that you don't need to follow. It becomes a path. It becomes a light that shows, shows throws light on the path that you are working on. You, you begin to see how your life is going to be. You read the word of God and see, as you read the word of God and you begin, you see that you are patterning your life after somebody in the Bible. You begin to see that, look, I'm doing exactly what David did. I'm doing what uh, Samuel was doing. I'm doing, you see that this is going to happen to me because it becomes a light to the path that you are working on. You walk on this path until you get to. Hallelujah. So you are not doing things without aim. Because you have read, you saw different uh, stories and how they turn out. And so you begin to see that, look, there was once somebody who walked on this path. And this is what happened. You have even light. Now, so when you read the word of God, you become so wise. You can tell your mom, your dad, what they don't even know. Because the word of God shows, shows you, it throws light on the path. You can even see the future of your mother. You can see the future of your father. You can see the future of your friends, all the people around you, because the light of the word of God will show you where this path is leading to. Hallelujah. Amen. That is why many people who don't read the Bible are ready and eager to have prophets. But when you read the Bible, you yourself, you notice that this life that I'm leading, this is the type of life I'm leading. And this is where it's leading to. Anyone who is eager and ready to look for a sangoma or even a, a false prophet, I'm telling you it's because you don't have the light that shows you where to step tomorrow, where to step next week, and what 10 years from now and 20 years from now is going to look like. You don't have the lamp for your feet, and you don't have the light for your path. That is why you are looking for somebody else. Amen. Amen. Not only will you have light, but it will also cause you to multiply. You will grow. You will increase. Amen. The word is a seed. Hallelujah. Amen. In Luke chapter 8, verse number 11, can we be very fast? I don't know whether we can. Luke chapter 8, verse 11. What does the Bible say? The Bible says, now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. Hallelujah. The seed is the word of God. So the word of God that you, you actually read is a seed. And when you sow a seed, there's going to be a harvest. Do you, can I tell you something? Tell us. Even miracle work, miracle happens because of the seed. Can I tell you something? Tell Every oil is from a seed. Every oil is from a seed. So the reason why you are not anointed it's because there's no seed. Sunflower seed. Even we have corn oil. You look at, apart from the petroleum, even that one is seed that has decomposed and become that. Every other vegetable, every other oil, coconut oil, what again? Olive oil, palm oil, almond oil, uh-huh. What oil? You, avocado oil. Yeah, avocado oil. What oil? You don't know any oil? It's 
Do you know we, we have corn oil? Yeah, even corn. There's corn oil. So every seed releases oil. And the Bible says the word, the word, the word is a seed. So the reason why you are not anointed, the reason there's no oil, there's no, you have not sown seeds into your life. When you sow the seed of the word of God, the oil will come. You see, it is when that seed is fried, it, when that seed is squeezed, is milled and is squeezed, and we, then the oil comes. So the more of the word you sow into you, the oil will come. You are not anointed because you have not sown the seed of the word of God. The seed of the word will bring the oil. Yeah, you are anointing free because there's no seed. So the word is the seed. Yeah, coconut oil, sunflower, every seed brings oil. So there's an anointing in the word. So the first miracle Jesus worked was in this way. He said, take the vessel, the pot, which is me and you, our container. He said, purify it, make it holy. Is that not it? And there was two to three frankincense. Prayer. The incense is prayer. Two to three hours of prayer every day. Then he, he finished. He said, fill it with water. Fill it with water. Water of the word. The water of the word. And not half, but water should come to the brim. When the vessel is pure and the person is praying two or three hours a day and you fill that vessel with the word of God, not half, but to the brim, and that person begins to pour the word of God out. It doesn't come as water, but it becomes wine. Yeah. Your preaching is not nice because you are not pure. Wow. Your preaching is not nice because there is no prayer. The preaching has no change. The word has no change because it is still water. It is not full to the brim. You are preaching something that is not in your heart. You are preaching something. But maintain that vessel. I'm talking from John chapter 2. The, 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 the scripture I'm explaining. The first miracle. That is why it was the first miracle. Maybe when I start preaching about the interpretations or the prophecy of the miracles of Jesus. This is the prophecy. This is the first meaning of the prophecy of Jesus. This was the first miracle. That miracles actually happens when the vessel is pure. And there's two to three uh, hours of prayer. And the word is full. The word is full in the vessel. When you dish out, it becomes a wine. becomes sweet. And people will not understand. Fill your life with the word of God. In the name of Jesus. I think there's all time will permit us. I'm, I'm, we, I know if we move to the seven point, we've not gone to the uh, second one. This is the seed to the flesh. So I think that my father has preached, I don't need to waste any more time. I need to just break it down. Yeah, to make it soluble, digestible for us to be able to do it. Hallelujah. Amen. I see you sowing the word of God. Amen. I see you sowing into your spirit. Amen. You sow prayer. Amen. When you pray, oh, confidence will come. The reason why you are feeling jittery and you are shaking and there is lack of knowledge. When you read and you pray, courage and confidence come. Yeah, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, so to your spirit.
Yeah. When you know something, it takes away the lack of confidence. One of the sources of your timidity is lack of knowledge. Yeah. You, are, you don't know. You don't know the subject that well. And that's why you are shaky. But when you sow to the Spirit, hallelujah. Amen. Join this prayer that we are doing. Maybe you've not fasted every day. You allow us to fast for you. But this year, this year, join and be part. Hallelujah. Amen. In fact, today we'll be praying, the leaders and all the members, from three to six. Because it's also a prayer time. Hmm? Yeah, we'll be praying. Yeah, so all the rehearsals should start from uh, half past one to three or, or 2.30. Then from three, we can pray. What do you think? So even if you go, you should come back. Are you here? Are you going to sow precious seeds? Yeah. I, I wish, you know, the word, when you sow the seed of the word into your life, the word is also fire. That's why many people cannot stand you. Things in your life will go away. I wish I can go on to talk about the seed of the word. The word is also a hammer. It's not only a fact. It will break everything in your life. The word is a light. It's, it's fire. It's a hammer. The word will, will change everything about you. When God how to advise Joshua how to be successful, he told Joshua, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. But you shall meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. Then you will make your way prosperous and you'll be successful. So it's the word of God that will make you prosperous and successful. Hallelujah. Sow the seed of the word into your life. Sow into your spirit and God will bless you. There is nothing that the word cannot do. God created the world by his word. He raised the dead by his word. He walked on the water by his everything. All things were made by the word. And nothing was made that yeah, in him was life. And the life was the light of man. Hallelujah. Amen. The word is everything. The word. In Psalm 18, the Bible said, thy word is settled in heaven. His word is settled. So it's been tried, it's been tested, it's found to be true. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't sow funny things. Don't sow funny. Even some doctors become sick. Doctors become sick and they look for people with the word to help. Sow the word and it will change your life. In the name of Jesus. May you be blessed. May you have a fantastic spiritual harvest, supernatural growth on the good things that you have sown into your life. Let the seed of the word bring light for you to see the future. You'll be giving words of knowledge. You'll be giving words of wisdom because you can predict the future based on the word of God. You will see, you will see the future through the word of God. Oh, may you multiply, may you increase, may you sow to your uh, corruption is passed away through the word of God that you are going to sow into your life. May the fire of the Holy Spirit devour uh, any sickness, any pain, any condition. How do you speak 
How do you speak and people become healed? Because the word is also fire. I say, it's, it's, it's not my word like fire. Hebrews chapter uh, 12, is it the 29? Hebrews 12, 29. Is, is it not a consuming fire? Amen. So the word, yeah. For our God is a consuming fire. And who is the God is the word. It's a consuming fire. In Jeremiah, the word is a fire that devours. And the word is also a hammer that breaks. So when you sow the word into you, when you speak over somebody's life, it breaks away the curses. It burns away the diseases. Hallelujah. If you sow the word, I'm telling people will travel and come and see you. Because the words from your life, from your mouth, will begin to devour, will begin to break, will begin to burn, will burn away child, will, de- will devour. Every day I'm hearing testimony. Even yesterday, uh, was it yesterday, the last two days? Somebody came with, uh, praying. I think it was the Wednesday. Came, so uh, the workplace, something, and I said, No, you cannot be unemployed. I laid my hands on him, I prayed for him. The next day, he said, Pastor, when, when it was even evening, I have signed a bad contract, but something further, I was called out. I've been given a better contract, and I'm earning twice as much. Yeah. I remember like I was just sitting here and I just stood up. I said, Lord, remember him, how he's been faithful. He cannot be. Within it's less than 24 hours. He received a contract. He, because he came, told me what will happen if he doesn't get a job, including traveling and all that. I said, no, you are not traveling. Tell your wife you are not traveling. Hallelujah. Yeah, you tell somebody be healed. And the person, and as for the job, I've had more than six people sending message. Pastor, you said we're receiving new contract. I've got it. I was uh, 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 out of job. They terminated my contract. I've just been called. Uh, I'm receiving testimony every now. Will your word ever be honored? It's not when you say uh, be healed. No. The be healed must come from a place. Hallelujah. Are you here? Father, thank you. That as we sow this precious seed into our spirit, we shall harvest eternal life. I thank you for every life here. Every condemnation is over. Whatever is not working, whatever is dying, Lord, I pray. Let there be life. I speak health. I speak strength. Every weakness, whatever doctor says is incurable. Lord, I declare it cured now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. By the power of the Holy Ghost, I declare that your sons and daughters are free. I declare your healing. I declare your blessing, your favor, and your push. Breakthroughs advancement in every aspect of our lives, in our finances, in our health, in our academics, in our homes, in bringing up of our children. Oh Lord, I pray, let there be a change to the glory of your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. And amen. Stand to your feet. Let's go. Father, we thank you. We bless you for this afternoon. We give you all the glory. 
in Jesus' name. As you close, close your eyes. Maybe somebody invited you. You came to church, but you want to say, Pastor, pray with me and pray for me. I want to be born again. I want to give my life to Jesus. If this is what you are saying, lift only your right hand and I'll pray with you. I want to pray with you. You want to be born again. You want to be born again. Lift only your right hand. God bless you. Keep it lifted. Keep it lifted. Keep it lifted. Father, behold every hand that is lifted. We pray with them and we pray for them. Let the grace of God that brings salvation be their portion. Now, please, with your hands lifted, move and come to me. Move and come. My brother, my sister from the back, come. Come to me. Come. God bless you. God bless you. Come to me. Come. Come from the back. You lifted your hand. You lifted your hand. Come. My brother, come. My brother from the back, come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Come. I'm waiting for you. On to Jesus, I surrender. Oh, yes. Yes, Lord. On to Jesus, I surrender. Come, I'm waiting. Oh, yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. to Jesus, I surrender. All to Him, Please, if you are in front here, lift your hands. Lift your hands. Let's pray. Thank you. Say with me, Lord Jesus, this afternoon, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me. I am sorry for all my mistakes. From now, I believe in you. You are the, you are the son of God. You died for me and you rose again. Lord Jesus, wash me and cleanse me with your blood. From now, I belong to you and I receive you into my life as the Savior, the Lord, and the Master over my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my life. Amen. Father, I thank you for the life of your wonderful children. I pray for them and I pray with them. Let the grace of God I bring salvation be their portion. And Lord, let your spirit cause them to rise up to become who you have called them to be in Jesus' name. Amen. What a way. It's very early in the year, January, to be born again. Your life will never be the same. Things will change. God will bless your life. This is your church. Keep coming and God will bless you. Our uh, brother there is going to pray with you, okay? Uh, write your name and give you a gift and your life will not be the same. So please follow our brother. Put your hands together for them. Follow our brother there. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, you can do better. You can do better. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Father, we thank you and we bless you. The rest of us, let's pray. Father, we pray, oh God, that you will help us. You will help us to be so winners, the seed of winning souls. We pray, help us to do it and do it even more. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. We hope you've been blessed by the Word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.